You're listening to The Ancient Tradition. A Wonk Media Production. Music provided by Joseph McDade. Here's your host, Dr. Jack Logan. Welcome to The Ancient Tradition. I'm your host, Jack Logan. In this podcast, Audio Writ, you'll find recordings of ancient and modern writings that are directly relevant to the ancient tradition, which refers to the first religious tradition imparted to human beings in the beginning. On this platform, you can find an entire podcast dedicated to trying to reconstruct that first religious tradition from all of the evidence that we can find in the ancient record. And if you haven't given it a listen, just search for the Ancient Tradition podcast or visit our website, theancienttradition.com. Today's audio recording, chapters 21 to 40 of the Book of the Holy Secrets of Enoch, comes from the Scriptural Research Institute's 21st Century English translation, which is based on Morphel and Sokolov's early 20th century English translations. The date of the original text of the Book of the Holy Secrets of Enoch is unknown, but scholars date it to at least as early as the first century AD. The Book of the Holy Secrets of Enoch, Chapter 21 The cherubs and seraphs surrounding about the throne. The seraphs and flying wheels do not leave but remain before the Lord's face, doing His will and obscure his throne, humming with gentle voices before the Lord's face, Holy, 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 Lord Sabbath, the skies and earth are full of your glory. When I saw all these things, those men said to me, Enoch, we have been commanded to travel with you this far. And those men left me there, and I did not see them again. I remained alone at the ends of the seventh sky and became afraid and fell on my face and said to myself, Woe to me! What has happened to me? The Lord sent one of his glorious ones, the archangel Gabriel, and he said to me, Be brave, Enoch. Do not be afraid. Rise before the Lord's face forever. Rise and come with me. I answered him, My Lord, my mind had left me from terror and trembling. I called to the men who brought me up to this place, because I have depended on them, and I will go with them before the Lord's face. Gabriel took me up like a leaf caught up by the wind and placed me before the Lord's face. I saw the eighth sky, which is called Musaloth in the Hebrew language, the changer of the seasons of drought and moisture and of the twelve signs of the zodiac, which are above the seventh sky. I saw the ninth sky, which is called Kokovim in Hebrew, where are the heavenly abode of the twelve signs of the zodiac. Chapter 22. In the tenth sky, Aravatu, I saw the Lord's face, like molten iron and poured out and emitting sparks and glowing. I saw the Lord's face, but the Lord's face should not be talked about. It is incomprehensible, marvelous, and supremely awesome, and supremely terrifying. Who am I to describe the indescribable being of the Lord, or of His very strange and wonderful face? I cannot describe His many instructions and various voices, or the Lord's supremely wonderful throne, 
which was not made with hands, or the numbers of those standing around him, armies of cherubs and seraphs with their never-ending singing. Who could describe his immutable beauty? Who will tell of his incomprehensible and wondrous glory? I fell down and bowed before the Lord. And the Lord, with his own lips, said to me, Be brave, Enoch. Don't be afraid. Rise and stand before my face into forever. The chief general Michael carried me up and led me before the Lord's face. And the Lord said to his servants, Let Enoch stand before my face into forever. The glorious ones bowed down to the Lord and said, Let Enoch do according to your word. The Lord said to Michael, Go and disrobe Enoch from his earthly clothes and anoint him with my delightful oils and put him into the clothes of my glory. Michael did as the Lord commanded. He anointed me and dressed me. The oil was bright as the rays of the sun, cool like dew, and smelled like myrrh. And I saw myself, and I saw I was like one of his glorious ones, and there was no observable difference. The Lord summoned one of his archangels named Vervoil, who was quicker in wisdom than the other archangels, who recorded all the deeds of the Lord. The Lord said to Vervoil, Bring out the books from my storehouses and a pen for speed writing, and give it to Enoch and read him the books. And so Vervoil rushed and brought me the books, a knife, ink, and gave me the pen for speed writing. Chapter 23 He told me about all the things of the sky, earth, and sea, and all the elements and their movement and paths, and about the living thunder, the sun, moon, and stars, and their paths and changes, the seasons, years, days, and hours, the coming of the clouds and the blowing of the wind, the numbers of the angels and songs of their armies, and all human lives and rules and instructions and song and all things that it is fitting to learn. Vervoil instructed me for 30 days and 30 nights and never stopped talking, and my hand never stopped writing all the symbols and all the creatures. And when I had finished writing for 30 days and 30 nights, Vervoil told me, All the things that I have told you, we have written. Sit and write out all the minds of mankind, however many of them are born, and the places prepared for them for eternity. All minds were prepared for eternity before the formation of the world. So I sat down for another period of 30 days and 30 nights, and I wrote out all things accurately. I wrote 366 books. Chapter 24. The Lord summoned me and said, Enoch, sit down to my left with Gabriel. I bowed down to the Lord, and the Lord said to me, Enoch, beloved, all you see, all things that are standing still or moving about were built by me. I myself will explain them to you. Before anything existed at all, and from the very beginning, I created everything from non-existence and visible things from invisible. Listen, Enoch, and pay attention to my words, as I have not even told my secrets to my angels, and I have not told them their origin or of my endless realm, or how I created the creatures which I will tell you today. Before all things were visible, 
I had come into existence, I like one of them. I moved around among the invisible things, like the sun going from east to west and from west to east. And even the sun itself has rest, while I found nowhere to rest, because nothing has been created yet. And I thought of the idea of establishing a foundation and of creating visible creation. Chapter 25. The Lord Continued. I commanded the very highest, let one of the invisible things descend and become visible. And a doyle descended very large, and I saw him and saw in his belly he had a great light. I said to him, Give birth, a doyle, and let what comes out of you be visible. He dissolved, and a great light came out. I was in the presence of the great light. And so light was created, and a great aeon came out, and I lit up all the creation I had thought to create. And I saw that it was good. I set up a throne for myself and took my seat on it and then said to the light, go up higher and solidify yourself high above the throne and become the foundation for the highest things. Above the light, there is nothing else. And then I bowed myself and looked upward from my throne. Chapter 26, the Lord continued. I called out a second time to the very lowest things and said, Let one of the invisible things come out visible and solid. Arcus came out hard, solid, heavy, and very red. And I said, Be opened, Arcus, and let what is born from you be visible. He dissolved, and an aeon came out, very great and very dark, and carrying the creations of all lower things. And I saw that it was good. And I said to him, Go down below and make yourself solid and become a foundation of the lower things. And it happened. And he went down and became solid and became the foundation for the lowest things. Below the darkness, there is nothing else. Chapter 27. The Lord continued. I commanded the lowest things, let some of the light be taken and some of the darkness. And I commanded, become thickened and be wrapped around the light. I spread it out and it became the water. And I spread it out above the darkness, below the light. Then I made the water solid, that is to say, the bottomless, and I made the foundation of light around the water and created seven great circles inside and made them look like wet and dry crystal, that is to say, like glass and ice, to be the path for water and the other elements. I showed each one of them its path and the seven stars, each one of them in its own sky, that they could travel separately, and I saw that it was good. I separated the light from the darkness, that is to say, among the waters, this way and that way. And I told the light that it should be the day, and to the darkness that it should be the night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. Chapter 28. The Lord continued. Once I made the circles of the sky firm, I said, Let the lower water, which is under the sky, collect itself together into one hole, and let the waves become dry and it happened just so. Out of the waves I created big hard rocks, and from the rock I piled up the dry land, and I called the dry land earth. In the middle of the earth I called chasm, that is to say, the abyss. I collected the sea in one place, and I bound it together with a yoke. I said to the sea, See, I give you your eternal boundary, and you will not break loose from your own waters. And so I made the firmament solid and established it above the waters. This day I named after myself. 
Then the evening came and the morning a second day. Chapter 29 For all the heavenly armies I shaped an image from the essence of fire. My eye looked at the solid and very hard rock, and from the flash of my eye the lightning received its watery nature, which is both fire in water and water in fire, and neither extinguishes the other or dry out the other. This is why lightning is sharper and brighter than the shining sun, and softer than water, yet more solid than hard rock. From the rock I cut off a great fire, and from the fire I created the orders of the incorporeal armies and the armies of the stars, the cherubs, seraphs, and flying wills, and one hundred thousand angels, and their fiery weapons, and their burning flame clothes. I commanded that each one stand in their own rank. One from out of the order of archangels deviated. Along with the division that was under his authority, he conceived an impossible thought to place his throne higher than the clouds above the earth, that he might become equal in rank to my power. I threw him out of the height with his angels, and he was flying in the air continuously above the abyss. And so I created the entire heavens, and the third day came. Chapter 30 The Lord continued, On the third day I commanded the earth to create and grow great and fruit-bearing trees, I commanded the hills to sow seeds of all kinds. I designed paradise and enclosed it and placed flaming angels as armed guardians, and so I created the renewal of the earth. Then the evening came, and morning came the fourth day. On the fourth day I commanded, let there be great lights in the heavenly circles. On the first, highest circle, I placed the star Saturn, and on the second, Venus, on the third, Mars, on the fourth, the Sun, on the fifth, Jupiter, on the sixth, Mercury, on the seventh, the lowest, the Moon, and with the lowest stars, I beautified the air below. I appointed the Sun to illuminate the day, and the Moon and stars to illuminate the night. The Sun travels with each animal, and the twelve animals are the succession of the months. I appointed their names and the seasons of the animals and their connection with the newborn and their horoscopes and how they revolve. Then the evening came and morning came the fifth day. On the fifth day I commanded the sea that it create fish and feathered birds and many varieties and all kinds of reptiles that creep on the earth and all animals that walk on four legs or that fly through the air, both male and female, and every kind of mind that breathes the spirit of life. Then the evening came, and morning came the sixth day. On the sixth day I commanded wisdom to create man from seven elements. First, his flesh from the earth. Second, his blood from the dew and the sun. Third, his eyes from the abyssal sea. Fourth, his bones from stone. Fifth, his intelligence from the swiftness of the angels and from clouds. Sixth, his veins and his hair from the grass of the earth. And seventh, his mind from my breath and from the wind. I gave him seven senses, hearing for the flesh, sight for the eyes, smell for the mind, touch for the veins, taste for the blood, endurance for the bones, and sweetness for the intelligence. I thought up this brilliant saying to recite. From invisible and visible elements I created man, From his two natures come both death and life. In my image, he knows the world like no other creature. Even at his greatest, he is small. 
and at his smallest, he is great. I assigned him on earth to be a second angel, honorable, great, and glorious. I appointed him as king to rule on earth and to have my wisdom. There was none comparable to him on earth from all my existing creatures. I gave him a name from the four directions, from east, from west, from north, and from south. I assigned to him four special stars, and I called his name Adam. I gave him free will and showed him the two paths, the light and the darkness. And I told him, this is good and that is bad, so I could learn whether he loved me or hated me. And so it would become clear who among his species loved me. While I had seen his nature, he had not seen his own nature, which is why ignorance is sadder than sin. I said, after sin, there is nothing but death. I sent a shade on him to put him to sleep, and he fell asleep. While he was sleeping, I took a rib from him and created him a wife so that death could come to him through his wife. I took his final word, and I called her name Mother, that is to say, Eve. Chapter 31. The Lord continued, Adam lived on earth, and I created a garden in Eden to the east that he should observe the agreement and keep the commands. I opened the skies to him so he could see the angels singing the song of victory, and the light that never darkened was continuously in paradise. The devil found out that I wanted to create another world so everything could be subject to Adam, the Lord of earth, to rule and control. The devil from the lowest places, as a fugitive he made Satan in the skies, as his name was Santanal, and so he became different from the angels. His nature did not change. His intelligence, as far as his understanding of righteousness and sinful things, did. He understood his condemnation and the sin which he had sinned before, and therefore he conceived the scheme against Adam. He took a form and entered paradise to seduce Eve, but did not contact Adam. Because of her ignorance, I cursed them. However, those who I had previously blessed, I did not curse, and those who I had not blessed previously, even them I did not curse. Neither mankind or the earth did I curse, nor any other creature, but only man's evil works. This is why the fruit of good work is sweat and exertion. Chapter 32. The Lord continued, I said to him, Earth you are, and to the earth from whom I took you, you will return. I will not destroy you, but send you back from where I took you. Then I can again take you again at my second coming. I blessed all my creatures, visible and invisible. Adam was in paradise for five and a half hours. I blessed the seventh day, which is Sabbath, on which I rested from all my work. Chapter 33 The Lord continued, I appointed the eighth day also, so it would be the first day after my work, and that the first seven repeats like the seventh thousand, and that at its beginning an uncountable time, endless, not counted in years, months, weeks, days, or hours. Now, Enoch, all that I have told you, and all that you have understood, and everything that you have seen in the sky, and everything that you have seen on earth, and all that I have written in books by my great wisdom, all these things I have planned and created, from the upper foundation to the lower and to the end, 
and there is no advisor or inheritor to my creations. I am self-eternal and not made with hands and do not change. Wisdom is my counselor and my deed. I see all things, and when I do, all things stand still and tremble in terror. But if I turn my face, then all things will be destroyed. Apply your mind, Enoch, and know the one who is speaking to you, and take the books which you have written. I give you Samuel and Ragul, who brought you up to me, and the books. Go down to earth and tell your sons all that I have told you, and all that you have seen, from the lowest sky up to my throne, and all the armies. I created all the armies and forces, and there is none that resists me or is insubordinate to me, as all subject themselves to my monarchy and labor for my dominion alone. Give them the books in your handwriting, and they will read them, and will know me as the creator of everything. They will understand how there is no other God but me. Let them distribute the books you have written, children to children, generation to generation, nations to nations. I will give you Enoch, my mediator, the chief general Michael, to protect your writings and the writings of your forefathers, Adam, Seth, Enos, Canaan, Mahalalil, and Jared, your father. They will not be destroyed until the final age. For I have commanded my angels, Arioch and Marioch, who I have sent to the earth to protect them and to command the things of time to preserve the writings of your forefathers so they aren't destroyed in the flood which I will create in your generation. Chapter 34 As I know the wickedness of humanity and have have rejected my commandments and refused my yoke which I placed on them, yet they will throw away my yoke and accept a different yoke, and they will sow worthless seeds, not fearing God or worshiping me, and they will not bow down to me, but have begun to worship vain gods and deny my uniqueness. The whole earth will be reduced to confusion through iniquities and offenses, abominable fornication, and all kinds of other unclean wickedness, which is disgusting to discuss, and the worship of evil. Therefore, I will bring down a flood on the earth and will destroy everything, and the whole earth will crumble into the great darkness. Chapter 35, the Lord continued, I will leave a righteous man from your tribe and his house who are obedient to my will. From their descendants, another generation will rise, the final one, but of them many will be insatiable. I will raise in that generation one who will reveal to them the books of your writing and those of your forefathers. Through them, the watchers of the earth will reveal themselves to the faithful men who do not use my name in vain. You will tell that generation, and those others, having read them, will be more glorified afterward than before. Chapter 36. The Lord continued, Now, Enoch, I give you a period of thirty days to spend in your house, and teach your sons and all your family that you have learned from me, so that they may obey what you will tell them. So they may read and understand that there is no other God but me that they may always keep my commandments and study the books you have written accurately and attentively. After thirty days I will send my angels for you, and they will take you from earth and from your sons to me, because a place has been prepared for you, and you will be before me forever. You will see my secrets, and you will be a scribe for my servants. 
as you will be writing down everything that has happened on earth and exists on earth and in the skies, and you will be a witness for me of the judgment of the great age. All this the Lord said to me, like a man talks to his neighbor. Now, my sons, listen to the word of your father and to all that I tell you today. Walk before the Lord, and whatever you do, be following his will. Chapter 37 The Lord called one of the older angels, a terrifying and alarming one, and had him stand with me. The angel was white as snow, and his hands were like ice, and he appeared to be frozen. He chilled my face because I could not endure the terror of the Lord just as it is not possible to endure a stove's fire and the sun's heat and also a cold wind. The Lord said to me, Enoch, if your face had not been cooled here, no man would be able to look at your face. Chapter 38 The Lord said to those men who had originally taken me up, Let Enoch descend to earth with you and await him until the specified day. They returned me to my bed at night. Methuselah had been waiting for my return and was watching my bed both night and day and was terrified when he heard my arrival. I ordered him, call all my family together. Then I said to them, chapter 39, O my children, my beloved ones, hear the words of your father as they reflect the Lord's will. I have been sent to you today to tell you all that was, is, and will be until Judgment Day. Listen to me, my children, as this is not from my lips, but from the Lord's lips that I am reporting to you today. You have heard words from my mouth before, a word from a human just like yourselves, but I have heard from the fiery lips of the Lord. The lips of the Lord are a furnace of fire, and his words are flames that come out. You, my children, have seen my face, that it is human like yours, yet I have seen the face of the Lord. It is like molten iron, sparks and glows. You have seen my eyes, human like yourself, but I have looked into the eyes of the Lord, shining like the rays of the sun and terrifying to the eyes of a human being. You, my children, have seen the right hand of one who helps you, a human identical to yourselves. Yet I have seen the right hand of the Lord helping me and filling heaven. You have seen the limits of my powers, the same as your own. But I have seen the limits of the Lord, and there are no limits. It is without analogy, as there are no ends to his power. You hear the words from my lips, but I have heard the Lord speaking and it sounds like loud thunder when there is a thunderstorm. Now, my children, listen to the words of an earthly king. It is frightening and dangerous to stand before a king as he judges between life and death. How much more terrifying it is to stand before the face of the king of the earthly kings and the armies of the sky, the regulator of the living and the dead who could endure his wrath. Chapter 40, Enoch continues, Now, my children, I know everything from beginning to end and the end to the beginning, either from the Lord's lips or what mine eyes have seen. I know everything and have written everything into books, the skies and their boundaries, their contents, their armies and their movements. I have measured and described the stars, 
the uncountable multitude of them, who has seen their revolutions and their phases. Not even the angels know their number, while I have written all their names. I have measured the sun's orbit, I have measured its rays, counted the hours and its entrances in and all the months and all its exits, and all their movements and names I have written down. I have measured the lunar orbit and its movements, which vary by the day, and the phases which it passes through each day and night as the hours pass. I named the four seasons, and from the seasons I described the four cycles, and I counted the years, and I counted the months, and from the months I counted the days, and I measured off the hours and counted them and wrote them down. I investigated and recorded all things that grow on the earth, and all seeds, both sown and unsown, that grow on the earth, and all plants, grasses, and all flowers, and their sweet smells. I wrote the names of the dwelling places among the clouds and their organization and wings and how they carry the rain and raindrops. I investigated all things and described the path of the thunder and lightning, and they showed me the keys and their watchers and the way they travel. They are raised and lowered using heavy chains to ensure the angry clouds are not dropped on the earth and cause terrible injuries. I described the storerooms of the snow and the storerooms of the cold, frosty airs. I observed their watchers fill up the clouds with them and how the storehouses never emptied. I described the resting places of the winds and observed and saw how their watchers carry weighing scales and measures. The first one put them on one weighing scale and then the second one weighs and lets them out according to measure, skillfully out over the whole earth, to ensure the earth is not rocked by violent storms. I measured out the whole earth, its mountains and hills, fields, trees, stones, rivers, and all existing things. I recorded the height from earth to the seventh sky, and downwards to the very lowest Hades, and the judgment place and the great open and weeping Hades. I saw how the prisoners are in pain, looking forward to the final judgment. I recorded all who were condemned by the judge and all their judgments and all their deeds. That concludes the book of the Holy Secrets of Enoch, chapters 21 to 40. I hope you enjoyed this audio recording. The book of the Holy Secrets of Enoch is one of the world's most important religious texts, and it plays a really important role on our sister podcast, where we dive into comparative religion and we share with you the amazing parallels between religious traditions. I highly recommend you check it out. Just search for the Ancient Tradition Podcast. That wraps up this edition of Audio Writ. Remember in the words of William Shakespeare, knowledge is the wing wherewith we fly to heaven. I'm Jack Logan. You've been listening to The Ancient Tradition, a Wonk Media production.